Hi, I'm Kenzie. And I'm Emily. And this is The Claw Crypt. Crack open a cold one with us. While we discuss everything true crime, mysteries, conspiracies, and much more. Zombies. Zombies. Zombified. So we're talking about zombies. Yeah, the spooky oopie zombies. Yes. I honestly, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Like, I was, I don't know, it was really interesting. Like, I started going and I just could not stop. So, like, I did this in a matter of a couple of hours. I've done a few of our episodes like that. Oh, I know, because (laughs) when I went to go start typing up this one, and then I ended up skipping over to Michelle and just working on her, I saw that you had done, like, three of them, and then you just opened another one, and it was, like, 10.30 at night. And so I went into the dock before you did anything, and I was like, Kenzie, go to sleep. (laughs) That was Diane Downs, I think. Oh, God. We'll be talking about her eventually. Pretty soon, probably. Yeah, I have it typed out, so it'll probably be probably come out in September or October sometime in Somewhere there. soon. Yep. Yeah, I gotta figure out who I'm gonna do next now that I finally got Michelle taken care of. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why it's itching. Yeah, that's from Loki dragging me in the grass. Ow. Yeah, he literally like tangled me up with his fucking leash. I fell over and this lady watched the whole thing <laughs> happen. He like went around me, around my legs. I fell over and then he was literally dragging me through the grass because I couldn't get up. And, so, and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. You just caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> that caught me off guard too. That was a demon burn. Okay, go away, you two. My God, so much just happened in the like five minutes. <laughs> Welcome to my house. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Okay, so we are talking about zombies. I think I'm gonna keep Bob's demon burp in there. That was impressive. It was. <laughs> Okay, remember Pazuzu, the demon? Yeah. He he comes back up in one of them that I'm working on. What? Not Pazuzu Elgar, the killer. The the demon that he named himself after. Interesting. Comes back up. Now I'm excited. Which case is that? I'm not going to tell you. Aw. It'll be soon-ish, though. Okay, fine. Okay, so... Welcome. (laughs) My, like, train of thought is all bejumbled after that. Um, Okay, so, what is a zombie? Something dead. That's what you Or half dead. Or eats brains. Brains. Yeah. Um, So, like, I would say today's definition of a zombie is, like, a person being bitten by another person? Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Yes. Um... With the zombie virus, um, they're ugly, they're very stupid little brain-eating, flesh-eating, yeah, dead like half but not Half-decomposed-looking. Yeah. Monster. Yes. <laughs> Spooky. Um, insert zombie noise here. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds more like a zombie <laughs> than rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> the 
just imagine a zombie limping around just <laughs> I don't even know if I could shoot it. That'd be too cute. <laughs> I used to play this zombie game on my phone that I can't I don't think it's a thing anymore. But it was like a zombie farm game where like you would grow different kinds oh, of yeah. zombies. You know what I'm talking about? That was like one of my favorite games on like my iPod 4. Yeah, like I remember that. Four. And they could always go, brains, brains. Yeah. And they were always so cute. And I'm like, they're the most adorable And you could do a ever. little zombie fight thing where they would yeah. attack like the farmer or something. It was kind of like plants versus zombies, but it was like zombies versus farmers mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But it was like zombie farm and you'd grow different kinds of zombies on this farm and, you know, you'd water them and stuff like that. And there was one that had like a carrot in its head and like they were so cute. But those aren't the zombies we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured, but... These ones aren't so cute. Um, so the, the origin of zombies isn't as simple as someone just coming up with a story of a corpse rising from the dead and eating anybody, necessarily. I mean, kind of, but not how I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be, like, some guy was just like, you know what? What if this person, like, rose from the dead and was like, brains, you know? That's not... That's... <laughs> Like, kind of, but not really. (laughs) There was actually a history behind it. Um, And a lot of this I honestly didn't know, and it kind of shocked me, because I was like, whoa, this is a lot deeper than I thought it was. Like, how did this classic Halloween character come from such a twisted history? That's why I wanted to do, like, urban legends and zombies and vampires because it all seems so simple to us now but there's so much in the past about them like there's a lot to unpack with the zombies and honestly i probably could have gone a little more in depth with it but i wanted to keep it strictly to the two areas which i talk about so like pieces of it date like all the way back to ancient greeks and then we'll like time ago (laughs) well once we move forward in time after that you'll see what i mean by like it gets really deep like, there's a deep-ass meaning to zombies. Oh. Like, it's kind of sad. It, oh, no. Like, it really is. It's sad. Um, so let's talk about ancient Greek first, um, because, you know, it came first. So the ancient Greeks, you know, they're known to be pretty smart people. They've proven some pretty good logics in the past. Like, today mm-hmm. we use things like crossbows and gears and anchors and maps and cement and even, like, automatic doors. All of that stuff we got from the ancient Greeks. Which makes it kind of creepy when you think that they have any tie to zombies. That is <laughs> true, yes. Like, it kind of scares me. Like, maybe I mean, they had a reasonable, rational fear of the dead. That wasn't in my mind, but now that you said it, it is. Exactly. <laughs> it is there. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm like, this makes it kind of scary. So... Archaeologists have reported finding bodies that were, like, pinned down to tombs with things like rocks and nails and amphoras. And an amphora is basically, like, a jar with handles that Greeks would use. It's like a ceramic jar. Okay, yeah. Basically. Kind of like a classic little, like, flower pot sort of looking thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's got, like, the handles on the side. It's, like, vase-shaped and then... Yeah, and then they get skinnier and then they they got, like, an hourglass kind of figure Mm -hmm. to them in a way. Yeah. So that's an amphora, and so they would, like, put those on the bodies, too, and so, like, why did they do this, you might ask. That is weird. Yeah. I would say. So they believed that when a person became ill, that they were already infected by the walking dead. Okay. So they needed to bury these individuals in a way that they wouldn't rise again. 
Like, it kind of makes sense. Like, they weighed them down. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, if we put this stuff on you, you won't be able to get up and walk around. Mm-hmm. So kind of like the vampires. Yeah, but they just rearranged their bodies. <laughs> and they're like, ha. Yeah, they, they leave their bodies intact. They just put things on them. <laughs> <laughs> like tying a body into a pretzel. Now you can't get out. Ha uh-huh. <laughs> ha. Now the Greeks were a little nicer about it. <laughs> Good. Us Americans have a Twisted history way of, being, of being weird and being extreme. Mm-hmm. Very extreme. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there have been documents and like records found from the ancient Greeks stating that they believed the dead would wake from their graves and they would wander the streets to terrorize the living. Ooh. Which is terrifying. Um, so a Greek colony in Camarina, which is located in what is now known as Sicily. Oh, So okay. it's over in Italy. Yep. Um, there's a cemetery known as the Pesto Marinero. <laughs> it sounds like a fancy pesto marinero sauce. <laughs> I know. <laughs> At least I think that's how you pronounce it. But yeah, it reminds me of spaghetti, and I really want spaghetti now. <laughs> I have elbow noodles and vodka sauce. I was going to have some in a little bit after this episode if you want some. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It sounds really I good. I got Parmigiano Reggiano, too. <laughs> and the marinero. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to zombies. I'm hungry. Please <laughs> um, So in their cemetery, um, it was used from the 5th to 3rd centuries BC. So you know how it dates backwards. So 5th was the beginning and 3rd is forward yeah. in time because it's like backwards. It's like the negatives. How you count up mm-hmm. the negatives like that. So in this cemetery, there was a body found in a tomb marked as 653. Uh... Like, that was just the number on the tomb. The body had large pieces of the amphoras, those Greek jar things, completely covering the body, including the face and the feet. So, like, they had huge amphoras, and, like, it was covering their face, like, all the way down their body to their feet. Weird. And it was, like, to weigh them down. This was in hopes of preventing the body from being able to waken, and if it did, to prevent it from being able to actually get up and being able to see. So we're like, hi, you can't see. There's a jar on your face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see the logic. Yeah. A lot more logical than the vampire thing we just talked about. Crossbones? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they're not pretzels. They just can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, and another body from that cemetery in a tomb labeled 693 was a child from the ages of between like 8 and 13. It was kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But the child skeleton was covered with five large rocks trying to trap the body in its grave. So, like, they use different types of things. They're like, yeah. we're going to cover you with jars or giant rocks. <laughs> um, anything they had on hand. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anything heavy. Uh, there are even markings on the wall that were found of people trying to use, like, curses to purposefully rise the dead from their graves. And uh, I actually have a picture of it that I'm going to post to Instagram and probably Facebook, too, of one of the drawings Mm -hmm. from an archaeologist. So, like, he couldn't really take a picture of it, so he drew it instead. Yeah. Um, And he discovered the curse, and so he wrote it down and whatever. (laughs) You won't be able to read what it says because it's an ancient Greek language, but you can tell it's more than likely a curse. 
kooky. Here's what it says. So there's people trying to make zombies. Yeah, they're like little... I, I just imagine like some dude in a pointy hat that claims to be a sorcerer, and he's like, ooh, I'm gonna raise you from the dead. Yeah, I'll bother you Wait, that means death. Or some like rebellious teens who are like, you know what? <laughs> what if I write this on the wall and say it? Do you think these zombies will come to light? <laughs> <laughs> they would also bury their dead with things like coins and figurines my guess is like trying to satisfy the dead with like things that were important to them so they wouldn't want to rise and prey on the living i'm just gonna stay in my little casket yeah i've got my figurine and my pretty gold coin so i'll just stay right here it's fine i'm comfortable guys thanks for my belongings you know (laughs) (laughs) and it honestly kind of reminds me of mummies with the egyptians yeah because they would like wrap them up and bury them with things so I feel like mummies and zombies kind of tie in together a little they bit. They probably do at some point. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe if we do mummies, maybe it'll tie in. I don't know. I didn't really look anything on mummies, so I don't really know. I just focused on the zombies. So, we have an idea where the fear of the living dead came from now. But where did the term zombie come from? So, we're going to talk about um, Haiti. Oh, Yeah, so this is like in France. Yeah. So this is like 17th century Haiti. African slaves were brought to Haiti to work on sugar plane can... (laughs) What? (laughs) African slaves were brought to Haiti to work on sugar cane plantations in extremely harsh conditions. Ah. There we go. I said sugar plane plantations. sugar plants. (laughs) Sugarcane plantations. Try and say that five times fast. Sugarcane plantations, sugarcane plantations, sugarcane plantations. I'm not even going to try to say it. (laughs) Um, So the zombie is essentially a representation of the slaves longing for their freedom in the context. Oh. Yeah. So, and we're going to talk more about it. So a zombie isn't always a body in this history of zombies it's actually part of this soul called the tibanage 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 something like that you said at the same time every time so it felt different same way every time <laughs> but it felt different on the tongue <laughs> okay tibanage i don't know that one was different <laughs> <laughs> it's some france term i'm assuming um so the tibanage uh, is essentially a person's like individuality. Okay. So it's like a part of your soul that your indi- like your personality comes from. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> the tibanage lingers around the earth for a time, and it is capable of being captured by a bakea, which is a witch that serves the loa. Witches again. Yes. God damn, they're witches everywhere. Are, yeah, witches are everywhere. <laughs> so Aloha are spirits of Haiti voodoo, and they are individual beings with their own likes and dislikes of certain like sacred rhythms, songs, dances, rituals, symbols, and services. And they're not prayed to, they are served. Okay. So these things would go around and capture the tibanages. So once captured, it has to serve its master in ways of healing or protecting its master and attacking enemies and the payment for doing these things is the souls being fed okay so 
a zombie, not zombie, with Z-O-N-B-I. Oh, okay. Zombie. Astral. So a zombie astral is a body without a soul. And the body of a zombie, with an M, called zombie kokadav, kadav, zombie kokadav, is a way for the Haiti slaves to connect with their ancestors with rituals of turning the dead into objects. So essentially voodoo. Okay. So they would turn the dead into objects to like connect with their ancestry. Makes sense. Yes. Voodoo is a big thing through history. That might be a future episode. Yeah. Voodoo is a really interesting thing. It is. It still is today. Mm Mm-hmm. Because slaves were considered commodities by law, Mm -hmm. This gave them the power to put those enslaved into a place and culture. So, like, once you were a slave over in Haiti, you were not a human being anymore. You were just, uh... All in the U.S., too, for a while. Yeah, and we'll kind of talk a little bit about that. I didn't get too much into it, but, um... It does tie into that, actually. So... Your property. Yeah. Exactly. You were property. You were a tool, a utility. You weren't human. Mm -hmm. So this was a dangerous practice because those um, souls that weren't being fed in return for their work would consume their master's life force. So the Kadaf or Boka, Bakua. So the Bakua, they would consume their Bakua's life force and they would take over that power. Which is scary to think about. Yeah. So, in conclusion to all of that, to kind of put it all together for you, because it kind of confused me at first reading it until I got further into it and I, like, pieced it together and I was like, okay, it all makes sense now. The zombie was code for a slave rebellion, essentially. Okay. And the Haitian slaves were the only successful slave rebellion in history. So, like... We did abolish slaves eventually, but that yeah. was with the help of people who weren't slaves as well. Yeah. So, like, the Haitian slaves, they just rebelled, and they did this themselves. And I probably could have looked more into it, but I really didn't because I was honestly just consumed by everything else. That yeah. I, But, like, yeah. So, Western writers defined them as supernatural hordes. Because they were the powerless that were powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So they had no power, but yet they were super powerful at the same time. Because they had no rights. They had no, you know. Anything. Yeah. They they didn't have anything. They didn't even have a soul. Yeah. But that made them powerful. So. I suppose if you don't have anything, you don't have anything to lose when you rebel. Yeah. Like. Makes Except sense. for your life, but like at that point, what I would life rather, do you have? Exactly, I would rather die than be confined to working for somebody who's punishing me for, you know, who's treating me like shit. Because yeah. they obviously weren't treated very well. Doing like fifteen hours at least work a day. Exactly. Plus abuse, plus all the other stuff, and probably not getting fed well. You're not Mm-mm. getting paid. No, like I can imagine it's just as bad if not worse you know as working on cotton fields yeah like you it's probably the same idea like Mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't know how sugarcane plantations work, but I assume, you know, you have to cut them down and break them down and make them into sugar. Yeah. Because, you know. There's the, like, being out in the field plus, like, the machine work Mm -hmm. and then, like, I don't know if they packaged stuff back then, but I'm assuming they had to put it somewhere once it was broken down. Yeah, they were doing all sorts of different things. Mm -hmm. So, the zombification process, which is what they kind of call it, Mm -hmm. was a form of punishment that secret societies that held lots of government power in uh, Haiti would use. So they had, like... uh, these secret societies, they were, like, the voodoo people of the government. That's weird. Yeah. That so is like, creepy, just yeah. alone. Yeah, it's terrifying. So, like, the government would send these people over to these secret societies. <laughs> um, they're almost equivalent to Western mafias. Okay, yeah. In a way. Mm-hmm. So, in more modern terms, they would remove your soul from your body... Allowing it to wander the earth, making you into basically a walking corpse. So okay. This, yeah. And it, so this is what they would do before you became a slave. Yeah, a weird thing I just remembered. So um, I had to get put on some medication when I was like, probably in like fourth and fifth grade, I think. Mm-hmm. And my doctor asked, like, after a month of being on it, do I have any side effects? And I was like, yeah, I feel like a zombie. Because I was just, like, tired. And you could be, like, standing in front of me, talking to me, and I was just, like, somewhere else. Like, I would just, like, blankly stare at you and have yeah. no idea what was going on. And I slept for, like, 15 hours a day at least. And, like... You're not really feeling anything either. You're kind of just numb. Well, it was ADHD meds is oh, what I was yeah. on. Because they thought I had ADHD when I actually had ADD. But, um, yeah, so that, like, really, really messed with me. It was, like, really weird. And I, all I could think of is I feel like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how they tie the zombie thing into the slaves. Because, like, when you go through a certain amount of trauma, there's a point where you're just numb. Mm-hmm. You know? You're just kind of like, well, what's the point? Like, I'm just here. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, I with depression and stuff like that so like when i'm super depressed and stuff like that i'm just like i feel like a zombie all i can think of is zombified when he says everybody zombified we become the walking dead (laughs) they're pumping us with lies like it's formaldehyde we're dead inside (laughs) everybody's zombified (laughs) 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 It's an intense song. I love that song. because It really ties into, like, future, like, today. I shouldn't say future, but, like, today. Society in general. Especially with, like, COVID and stuff like that. Mm. And, like, the things going on with the government. Like, everybody's trying Mm. to brainwash you. And so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Thanks. Doesn't compare to Bob's demonic burp earlier, but it felt nice. You can replace your burp sound. With <laughs> this. It'll make me sound more powerful. It will. Sorry, Bob, it's mine now. <laughs> so, okay. 
So essentially, like after the zombification process, once your soul was like taken from you, then they would sell your body into slavery because there's nothing left of you except your physical being. The bones and flesh. Yeah. So you're not a person anymore. You're just bones, flesh. You are, are you, uh, utensil, utility. There's a word I'm looking for and I can't think of it. You're, um, a tool. Essentially. Yeah, a tool. You're a tool. Um, so, the next question really is, like, how did zombies get their cannibalistic walking from the dead type of reputation? I forgot about that. Yeah. I was too intrigued with all the other stuff that I was like, yeah, they kind of sound like zombies. Yeah. I mean, it really makes sense because you think about it like they come from a bunch of trauma. They don't feel like they're there. And, mm-hmm. you know, the... Zombie sounds a lot like zombie. Like you probably can't even tell what word I'm actually saying. Like yeah. So, as we all know, America had its slavery time as well, which started around the time of 1619 and was finally abolished in 1863. Can't believe it took us that long. I know this was like 2,000 years almost, something like that. A little over. No, 200 years. There you go. Why do I always do that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 200 years. Um, And so this is happening around the same time that the Haitian slavery is going on, too. Mm -hmm. But... I think the whole world had its own slavery thing going on. Yeah, I think it was just a thing everywhere, whether Mm -hmm. or not it was Africans or, you know, other people, too. I I don't know if it was other people, too. Yeah. Makes me wonder if it was just Africans, though. No, there's more. There was, um, even, like, white people could be slaves. I mean, I guess if you think about, like, I give you a place to work, or I give you a place to sleep while you work, but then kind of like the whole Michelle thing, you don't know how much work you're actually going to need to be doing, and you don't really know this person, and that kind of... Like, essentially, Michelle's guests were slaves. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily, like, a slave farm. You can still be a slave. Yeah, I mean, actual slaves in America were obviously just African Americans. Yeah, and they were treated a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think slave, by, like, definition, would just be... Someone who's working without pay. Working without pay and... Being treated and, you know, working in harsh conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, being treated like a piece of crap. Not there by choice. Yeah. Against your will. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though slavery was gone, you know, there was still a great deal of discrimination against people of color for years mm-hmm. and years. People, even still some people today. Exactly. Um, it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It shouldn't be a thing, but it is. Um, So people started acting on this with leaders like the infamous Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and, you know, people like that. And there were civil rights marches that started in the 1940s and they started simmering down in the 1960s. But those aren't the only ways that voices were attempting to be heard or, for lack of a better term, seen. Yeah. So it's actually... Noted that the beginning of modern day zombies have racial relations that were taken back from the zombification of slavery. 
And it started with Romero's Night of the Living Dead from 1968. I've heard people mention that before. I've never seen it, but I've heard of mm-hmm. I've heard references to that before. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like 1968, this is like not too long after those civil rights marches were simmering down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Romero created this creature of a decomposing corpse that has one main focus to feed. It's the creature's only purpose, and frankly, the only thing it really even knows how to do. Yeah. It was like in all movies. Yeah. Zombies are kind of stupid. Yeah. They, their only purpose is just survival. They can hardly walk right. Exactly. <laughs> they have no coordination. They eat brains, but they ain't got none. Mm-mm. Maybe it's their attempt to try and gain brain. If I only had a brain. <laughs> okay. okay, I definitely want to make a little zombie video of a zombie being, if I only had a brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want something really, like, deep in history. <laughs> I laugh about trauma. (laughs) It's a coping mechanism, I promise. No, I laugh in really um, unappropriate situations. Oh, you want to tell them the story of when I laughed in English class (laughs) and got the worst stares? Oh my god. Okay, so we are sitting in English class, right? And we're doing the unit of, like, the Nazis and the Holocaust. Mm. And we were watching the boy in the striped pajamas. Me and Kenzie, I snuck over to Kenzie to go sit by her because... Duh. We're friends, yeah. yeah. We're gonna, this is, like, ninth grade. Yeah, so we're freshmen at this mm-hmm. point. We're dumb little freshies. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting there. We get to the scene where... <laughs> Um, I think the little boy dies, like, one of the boys die or something like that. It was when the, I think it was when the family realized that the boy was in the concentration camp. Like, when they were, they put that together and they were like. (gasps) It was a really sad scene, you know, that. And, you know, like, everybody else in the classroom is just like, you know, they're tearing up. They're like, this is so sad. They're all crying. (laughs) I looked over at Kenzie and we made eye contact. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's just laughter from the back of the classroom. And so me and her are just sitting there laughing. And everybody turns back and they're like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not a person that's affected by movies. Even if they're based on real events, which I don't think The Boy in the Striped Pajamas is. It's I, just I mean, supposed I, to be, like, representation of yeah. things that went on. Yeah, but movies don't really affect me. Like, I don't really get scared during movies because I know it's not real. I'm a softie. I cry, and I will admit, I was tearing up. But I think that's why Kenzie started laughing, and then she's laughing, <laughs> yeah. so I'm laughing. So I'm looking around, and I'm like, there's a bunch of softies. Like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> I look over at Emily, and then... <laughs> Just the second we made eye contact, I just <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. I'm sure I looked like a sad little puppy dog when I looked at you. I was like, oh! <laughs> she was like, ha-ha! Oh. oh, dude, it was bad. I'm surprised we didn't get, like, detention for that or anything. No, I think the teacher did talk to me after class. 
And I think I told her, I was like, I just looked over at my friend. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. <laughs> it was bad timing. Really yeah. bad timing. Um. Knowing me, I could have been laughing about, like, a joke I heard three days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally anything. Uh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so... Romero, um, like we said, we, he created this creature of a decomposing corpse that has one main focus, which is to feed. He wants the brains. Um, this creature didn't really have a name. It was originally only intended to be, like, some gory, horrific fiction story. Yeah. He just wanted to, like, create some fear. Right. Makes sense. Exactly. And it's like, you know, people coming up with, like, paranormal movies and stuff like that. They're just trying to inflict fear on the viewers for mm-hmm. entertainment purposes. Well, like all legends, they start, they don't have a name. Usually it's newspapers that give them the names. Yeah, this time it wasn't a newspaper. It was still the public, though. But. Yeah. So, soon after the film was published, it was the critics and the viewers of the film that made the connection from these creatures of the dead mindlessly wandering the earth with only one purpose to feed to the zanabi a straw the body without the soul serving their one purpose to work on the sugarcane fields mindlessly huh yeah it's essentially trying to connect like these people serving their one purpose to work on the sugarcane mm-hmm. like along with them being like so like the zombies um Zombies dominate the living. Yep. Like, by feeding off of them. And the slave rebellions dominated their masters by rebelling. That's kind of what I mean. You see what I mean? Does Uh it make sense? Okay. That was, like, ringing, and I can hear it in my ears. (laughs) It's, like, from bottom to top. Yeah. In both ways. Yeah. (laughs) If you really sit and think about it, it makes sense. Um, so they took that term zombie from the zombie astral and basically Americanized it and created the name of what we now know as zombie. Dun dun dun! Yeah. <laughs> and so more films uh, following this made those connections still, and some only saw the part that we see today is just like your basic flesh eating, brain, li- brain eating, living dead person. So, it became more of an apocalyptic, like, no sense of background type of thing. Like, when you think about it, like, today's movies with zombies, you don't really know where the zombies, like, came from. No. Sometimes, I mean, it'll be, like, a vaccine that went wrong, and yeah. then the one person created two, and two created four, and so on and so forth. Exactly. and But they don't really give you much context of No, they don't go how. into depth about it. No, they were more focused on the part where there's dead people eating living people, basically. Yes, because that's the scary part. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, sometimes it's from, like, a creepy mad scientist, like Frankenstein. You know, how he was just, like, fucking with this dead person all of a sudden. Good morning. There is a conspiracy that I might do an episode on. I don't know how much is out there. But apparently, the U.S. government has... A vaccine of some sort or a medication or something they can do to someone to actually turn them into what we see in like Hollywood film zombie style. Yeah, there I, I came across a couple of things uh-huh. like that too, like where people actually say that like they 
feel like they've encountered like a real life zombie because like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like most of the time it's just gonna be tweakers. Yeah, I, I can see the <laughs> tweakers taking over the world. That'd yeah, be an interesting but life. Another <laughs> possible future episode on U.S. government zombie conspiracy theory. Maybe I don't know what the actual name of it is, but something like that. Somewhere along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you know, like sometimes it also evolves from like a illness that like evolves into cannibalism somehow. Like, yeah. I don't know. People twist it, like, make their own interpretations of it these days. With uh, Roanoke, there was an illness going around that did make people super hungry. And I think when they ran out of food on the island, or just when they saw a person, they it was when they started eating. They would each other. eat, and that's why cannibalism was um, a theory as to where they went. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody thought about that when they sort of thinking about like cannibalistic zombies probably i don't know you know one surprised me a lot of theories they they go back to different illnesses and stuff yeah like, a lot just... of it comes from sick people yeah it's weird but yeah very few people actually know where the story behind the real life zombie and where it, like where it actually came from yeah. Like, like I had no idea. Like I said before you mentioned it, I I know I've looked into it before or, like, watched a documentary or something like that. So, like, I know that I used to know about it, but all the knowledge had, like, left my brain. Yeah. But then as you were talking, like, I was like, okay, zon- zombie, that's familiar. I know I've learned about that. Like, I've recognized pieces of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I had no idea this is where zombies came from. Like I said, I thought it was just like somebody was just like, hmm, what if we just like came up with this thing called a zombie where they like rise from the dead and eat people? Yeah. But no, it actually has a history behind it. And it, it was just nuts to me because I was like, damn, it actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Like. It does. I don't know. And there's actually quite a few films out there that tie, like, racism and stuff like that into their zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Like, at the, um, I, I read it, but I couldn't really figure out how it connected exactly, because I have, like, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. But, no. like, in the end of, the, spoiler alert, in the, in the end of The Night of the Living Dead, um, the hero, Ben, who is a black man... Um, there's this sheriff that mistakes him for a zombie, and he just blasts his head off. Oh. And the hero dies. Oh, that's not a happy ending. Nope. So, like, a lot of people, um, or, well, I don't know how true it is, because, like I said, I haven't really seen a whole lot of these movies, but... Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of places say that, um like original zombie movies a lot of the zombies were black trying to portray that slavery thing you know and then you know eventually people are just like completely skimming over that and they're just like "Mm, we're just gonna make everyone a zombie so now typically you usually see like white people and other people of all sorts of races you know are just zombies sometimes it's a mixture sometimes it's white people sometimes it's mexican you know it's just just green yeah, sometimes they're just green people, too. I don't know where they got green from, but... Maybe, like, the 
color of like decomposition. You know, like probably pus. yeah. Like sometimes pus will turn green. Like it's not good. You should infected. go to the doctor if you have green pus. But like, yeah, yes. but like infections and stuff like yeah. that. When you have a severe infection, sometimes the stuff will turn green, and so maybe that's where they came up with that. I don't know. But yeah, that's because green's a gross color. It depends on the shade of green. Yeah, but like zombie green is the mucky, nasty yeah. green. Yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is the story of zombies, which I thought was really interesting. And um, I pulled a lot of this information from WinstonWarrior.org and History.com/slash folklore/slash history of zombies. Um, just to cite my sources here, because some of the stuff I pulled right from the article and I didn't really, like, word it. Well, I mean, I reworded it, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I should just, like, put my sources in there just in yeah. case for copyright reasons. <laughs> so, I didn't come up with this all on my own. I didn't just pull it from the back of my brains. Brains. <laughs> Pun intended. Exactly. So, yeah, that is the deep, deep story of zombies. Just... That's mind-boggling to me, honestly. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, if you're still here, make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got the Instagrams and the Facebooks, and they are at the Claw Crypt or at the Claw Crypt Podcast. Um, if you have any stories that you want us to cover of your own or suggestions, ideas, anything, you can email us at theclawcrypt at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Goodbye. I hope you're scared. Yeah. (laughs) Scared. (laughs) Spooky season. Come back next time.